I haven't updated my Instagram handle in a very long while. And by that, I mean the Instagram handle for the wedding photography business. The newer Instagram handle, the one for uh, the one where I talk about sales conversations, sales uh, frameworks and techniques and things like that. I think I've been getting the hang of that, especially since I've been more um, I'm using more varied uh, content there. So sometimes I use listicles, sometimes text, sometimes photos, sometimes videos. And so, yeah, I think I'm getting the hang of that anyway. Since I've got two Instagram handles going, uh, I need uh, the help, professional help. And that's the reason why I listen to different kinds of podcasts that have to do with um, Instagram, you know, Instagram stories, IGTV, uh, getting engaging content on Instagram and those sorts of uh, things. So I've been paying attention to those kinds of content recently. So I was listening to one of those podcasts um, earlier and somebody was talking about how you put up content, some people don't engage with it. And, uh, well, she just, she kind of offhand said that when you're in front of someone and the person doesn't vibe with you, then that person is not your customer. And that person is not your client that you should just move on, move ahead. Now, there is some wisdom to that that I'd like us to explore today. Uh, how can you tell that this person who is before you, who isn't vibing, isn't your um, client. So yes, there is some wisdom to that. That if you guys are there, and uh, there seems to be no, all um, I say, there seems to be no personal fit. You guys are not vibing. You guys are not flowing. Then perhaps uh, the he or she is not your um, client, and maybe you have to move on. But then again, on the other hand. Uh, even though there's some wisdom to this advice, and it's the sort of thing that most of us would typically do when we are first starting out in our business, we just move along because we don't have any personal vibe. There's no flow going. I'd like to ask, I'd like to press a little further. How do you know indeed that that is the case? Now, you're not going to know except if you ask questions, if you um refine your question asking technique if you're really on point with uh, your asking questions um, game. A lot of time on the podcast, I've spoken about qualifying frameworks and those sorts of things, uh, being conversation-led, question-led, and things like that. The whole point of that is that we shouldn't make assumptions when we're dealing um, with people. We need to ask them questions. From there, we're able to pull out uh, responses, facts. Um, we're able to pull out extra information that help us know whether um, we are dealing with the right people, what the level of need is, and things like that. So let's imagine a context that you are a wedding planner, and you have this bride before you and you guys are just not vibing and you want to uh you want to just um let go of the conversation and um this is something that i learned particularly from listening to um grant cardone uh because there are situations where uh his sales rep members of his team you know have people before them and it looks like this uh client is not a fit and i've heard him say time and time again under different guises, of course, that uh, he would tell his reps that, okay, if you're in that situation, then just come out straight up and ask the person that you're speaking with that, okay, it looks like there's no uh, meeting of minds here, but still, 
you're talking to me. Truly, if you are comfortable with the solution that you have there, why are you talking to me? I can't point out what kind of information that you're going to receive, but you might be able to tease out some information that would make you be able to um, push the conversation a little bit further or confirm your, uh, your hypothesis that you guys are just not meant for each other, if I can uh, put it that way. Now, Grand Cardone is typically coming from a commercial... Um, a commercial business-to-business -business type scenario. So I guess the point that he's trying to get at with these kinds of questions is if someone is still talking to you, but the person is insisting that he doesn't have a problem or that he's happy with the other uh, uh, vendor, um, it's okay to push ahead and ask that kind of uh, those kinds of questions. Why are you still talking to me? If you're totally happy with what it is that you have, uh, then um, what are we still doing here? The the rationale is that from those kinds of direct questions, you will find out areas from which the person is still um, dissatisfied. And that way, you'll be able to know um, if you can help the person or not. So if you're a wedding planner and uh, the bride just doesn't seem to be um, uh, feeling you, for instance, you know, you can ask, okay, you don't seem to be into this um, conversation you're pretty adamant that your sisters and your mom and all these people can handle it so you don't need a wedding planner so how come you're still talking to me what are you still doing here at that point you might say something like well yes um me and my sisters can plan the whole wedding and momsy and my aunties can handle the whole wedding but i just need some recommendation uh about who the best um vendors uh, to use are for this and this and this and that. So now the ball is in your court. You have a little bit much more um, information. I know some wedding planners who would say, well, I'm sorry, but those kinds of services fall within the purview of a wedding planner. And so you're either going to have me as your wedding planner and pay me um, the full fee or or not. So if you're looking for freebies recommendations um, i'm not going to do that and then kill the conversation there and i think that is fine and that's perfectly um, ethical and it's okay some other wedding planners might say um uh some other wedding planners might approach it differently they might say oh, okay so it's uh personal recommendations that you're looking for for vendors uh, from me Okay, that's all right. That is not a problem. Why don't you just go and have a look at my Instagram handle and I'll call you in a few days or weeks to see how you are getting along um, with that. With the hopes of, of course, that if the bride goes and checks the Instagram handle and the family starts trying to sort it out, perhaps they might be overwhelmed and then realize the value for the need that they have for a wedding planner. And maybe you might be able to continue the conversation the other way. Some other wedding planners might say, okay, no problem, and actually give a list. Why don't you check out this person, this person, this person, and this person, and uh, I'll call you back in a couple of days to see how you guys are getting along, and um, it could be the same strategy that the wedding planner is pursuing um, um, to get the business. But the bottom line is that no matter what you would uh, no matter what your own response is going to be to this kind of situation, you can see that uh, learning how to ask questions and learning how to ask questions directly will provide you the information that you need to be able to move forward. If you're just going to limit yourself to people that looks like you guys are vibing and you guys are flowing 
you might be limiting yourself to what's that expression is it the low-hanging fruit or whatever i mean you could be leaving some money on the table ask questions ask direct questions ask pointed questions hey looks like we're not flowing but somehow you're still here talking to me i mean what else can i help you with or why are you still why are we still having this conversation then um is there another problem that you have that you think I can um, solve for you, even though you don't want me to be a wedding planner slash a wedding photographer or um, whatever it is? Uh, asking questions is going to take some getting used to, and it's a skill that you build up over time because Lord knows when I was first starting off in my wedding photography business, uh, I wasn't really, I wasn't skilled with asking questions. I wasn't as confident and I tended to shy away from um, direct questions. Uh, let me give you an example. There was a bride, that's back when I was in Lagos. I think we must have had like six meetings. She wanted her sister to see the samples, the wedding albums. Then she came um, with her sister-in-law and then she came with uh, her husband and then she came with the bridesmaid and um, I can't remember, that must have been like um, six meetings and then um at the end of the day uh she said that they were not interested and i just let things be because i was working with the whole assumption that well if it wasn't meant to be then it wasn't meant to be that's the point that i should have asked you know really you're not interested if you are not interested from the get-go then why would you have six meetings with me i mean let's be upfront uh, what's going on there you had six meetings, you called all these people, but you say you're not interested. I mean, what's the 411? What's going on there? What's the backstory? Of course, you know, being as conversational as possible, you know, we all have um, different styles. And since I didn't ask her that question, you know, I'll never know. But you won't be surprised that you might be able to tease out some more information that somebody is trying to, um, uh, might be trying to gift the couple a wedding photographer and maybe they want to go with that to save budget. And with that information in mind, you know, you might be able to continue the sale by saying, oh, fantastic, Uncle Kunle wants to gift you guys a wedding photographer. Can I have Uncle Kunle's number? Let me continue the conversation with him. Since you've been here with uh, six of your crew plus your husband uh, and, you know, I'm the one that you, you guys absolutely love, I think it will make a lot of sense for Uncle Kunle to gift my services to you. Uh, of wedding um, photography. So with that bit of extra information, I would have been able to get Uncle Kunle's phone number and I might have been able to continue the sale through there. Uh, then again, you guys remember, this is just me speculating. I didn't ask the question then, so um, I will never know. But then again, it also could have been that everybody loved it, but the groom uh, didn't like the uh, wedding photography style and you know of course if that's the case uh i'm not one of those guys that will be able to just change my shooting style on a dime and so maybe th at that point i would have known that okay this sale is absolutely dead as in dead dead but you never know until you ask the questions you can't wait for all these situations where it looks like the stars are aligned and you guys are just flowing like romeo and juliet and it looks like you were meant to be and you're just in like um, friends together from primary and nursery school. And uh, it takes a whole lot more than that to validate that we have a good sale um, going on. So yes, if there's no personal vibe, these are, it, there could be uh, signs to look at to show that 
there may be uh, some things um, afoot, a few things brewing. But you're never going to know until you learn how to ask questions and to ask um, pointed and direct questions, especially when you're in these um, types of situations. Don't be afraid of asking questions because a couple of you who are listening to this podcast have been in the business for a while. You've handled a couple of weddings. I mean, you've probably done five, six, 10, 20. You have built up enough experience in the business that whatever it is, the answer is going to be, you're going to be able to find some ways to work things out. So these are the reasons why I keep bringing up the issues of um, qualification frameworks, um, talking about uh, Tom Hopkins and then uh, spin selling, that's S-P-I-N. And then uh, what else? Sandler, uh, Sandler questioning methods and uh, on and on, the different questioning frameworks that are there. We need to have these things at the back of our mind so that whenever it is that we hit a snag, we always go back to qualifying, asking the qualifying questions. We want to know who are we speaking to? Why is the person right here before us? What is the level of the problem um, that they have? And how soon are they ready to make a decision? So it's not just enough that as a wedding planner, you're sitting with someone and it looks like you guys are vibing. You need to be sure that you're speaking to the right person. Do you have the bride directly in front of you? Or is it Uncle Kunle that you are speaking with? And how relevant is Uncle Kunle in the decision-making scheme? No point in vibing with Uncle Kunle from beginning to end, if at the end of the day, the key decision is going to be made by the bride and her mother, or let's say her mom is not interested, it's going to be made by her and maybe Auntie Susan. So we need to know who are we speaking with. You also need to find out the level of the need. Some people say, rightly or wrongly, some people say, I'm good. My Auntie Susan and her seven sisters will be able to plan this wedding uh, without a hitch. In that case, you'll be able to ask more qualifying questions to probe the level of need that they do have. And if it looks as if truly they have everything locked down, maybe Auntie Susan used to be a wedding planner back in the day and she already relied on her sisters as part of her unit, then I guess there really is uh, no um, problem there. There's nothing that you can do. When you've discovered that you're speaking to the right person and the level of problems that they have, you also need to qualify the sense of um, urgency. If you're speaking with someone now, you guys are real vibing. There's a problem that you can solve. They definitely need your wedding planning um, services, but uh, the wedding is um, a year away. You're going to process that conversation, the transaction between um, you and uh, the couple with a different, or let's say, with a different kind of cadence that you would, different kind of speed that you would if the wedding were, uh, let's say, a month away or maybe uh, three months away. So these are the sorts of things that you have to look at. It's not just a matter of whether you guys are vibing or not. So whether you get it from this podcast or you get it from other podcasts, we need to learn how to ask questions. We need to learn how to execute the sales conversation. It's not just a simple matter as we get along like Romeo and Juliet. And so this was meant to be. And let's let's make this happen. So we need to learn how to ask questions. Thank you very much, guys, for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based photographer, Tavishima Ayide. For questions, comments, or um, inquiries, hit me up, email ayede.taver at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening, and I'll catch you guys on the next episode.